Sorry, I got that wrong. Cut that out. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Foxes Never Quit podcast. This is a fan-run podcast about Leicester City Football Club. You can find us on Acast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Podcaster, Samsung Podcasts, Deezer and GeoSarvan. Not sure what GeoSarvan is, but we are on it. And of course, you can find all of our things at reddit.com forward slash r forward slash lcfc and reddit.com forward slash r forward slash lcfc women. Hello and welcome back to Foxes Never Quit Talking. And we are back with Ollie. Hello. And Ollie is, of course, if you missed yesterday's Tottenham Hotspur supporter. He also has a podcast in Delft called Black Band T-Shirt, which is about music. Because with another friend of mine, we Ollie and I go way back, mm. so... Uh, hence why I've invited him on. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the WSL match, the first match of the WSL season for Leicester and Tottenham, which was a 2-1 victory for Tottenham at, mm. uh, at the King Power Stadium. I'd say going into this match, I don't think Leicester are ever going to be favourites to win. Spurs women had a really good season last year. So, um, so yeah, I think, uh, um, even though we're away from, um, Spurs were away from home, yeah, I think we were strong favourites heading into it. Yeah. So yeah, uh, last year, Tom Hosmer did do the double over us in the league, and I haven't looked up if they strengthened much, but most of the WSL have, but it's Leicester have brought in largely young prospects, although we do have a new manager. What did you make of the match overall? So I caught the highlights. I mean, I was most impressed by the wonderful, wonderful goal by Ashley Neville. I've been to see Spurs women a few times, and every time I've seen them, she's been the best player on the pitch. Even when I went to see the women's version of the North London derby against Arsenal a couple of years ago, with um, Arsenal had on the field players like Jordan Nobbs, Van der Donk, uh, Beth Mead, and Rachel Skipsey looked better than them all, <laughs> in my opinion, in my slightly biased opinion, but my opinion nonetheless. Um, uh, sorry, Ashley Neville, not Rachel Skipsey. Uh, Ashley's goal from 40 yards uh, into the top corner was an absolute perler. And it's just so unfortunate that she's one of the best right backs in the WSL um, and should be getting into the England uh, setup, uh, but for a bit doesn't because Lucy Bronze is in her way. <laughs> one, of, one, of, one of the greatest players of the women's game, arguably, of all time. Those two Tottenham goals I thought were both fantastically fantastic shots. Yeah. It's easy to look at the goalkeeper and ask, could she have done better? Maybe on the mm. second one, if he'd react a bit faster, then I guess any goal you can say if the goalkeeper reacts a bit faster. The first one, for all its range, was probably unstoppable, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's a brilliant goal by Neville. I was um, a bit mystified by it because I was watching it on the FA Club and the stream went and froze just as right. he was pulling it back for the shot. Do I see what I assume <laughs> is going to be a pass in midfield? The stream freezes <laughs> like 45 seconds. And then we're kicking off and I'm like, what happened? Well, I don't, it wasn't, we got to half time that I saw the replay and saw the goal and thought, oh, oh dear. Hmm. You, you brought up an interesting point earlier about how Leicester have potentially failed to strengthen with first team players. Scoring the second goal, Drew Spence was a really key addition for Spurs women in the summer. Last season, Spurs women looked solid all across the pitch but lacked, lacked a finisher. I think our top scorer, uh, Spurs women's top scorer last season was like a winger. Uh, with nine goals, who's now gone off to <laughs> be an architect because she can earn more than the women's game. 
Um, yeah, we signed Drew Spence, who's a Jamaican international striker, and um, saw in that game the kind of difference that she can bring to this Spurs ladies' side. So, really exciting to have her in the setup. I think she's going to be turn this Tottenham women's team from promising also rans to, uh, you know, verging on contenders. Yeah, I mean, the gap at the top to the top WSL teams is so much. Arsenal and Chelsea just look like they're in another level. Man City. Man City could step behind them, but still another level. They had like a 9-0 or an 11-0 win over us at some point last season. But I'm quite encouraged, even the week of the game, by the fact that, you know, watching it right to the end, again, I didn't feel like we were ever the better team or that we would have deserved the, the, the draw and certainly not deserved a win necessarily. But I did always feel like there was a possibility that we'll steal the draw mm. um, until I think we gave away a free kick quite late in the game. I think in the last few minutes we started to get frustrated and had the ball a bit too easily for you to tick the clock down. That, that was just good game management from Tottenham, really. And, you know, our pressure did did end up in all. It was an unfortunate own goal, I thought. Yeah. It would have been nice for a Leicester player to have opened her account, but you take whatever you can, especially when <laughs> especially when the pundits have all tipped you to go down this season. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool, who've come up from the championship, opened the season by beating Chelsea. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was. I think it was all three goals, if I remember that right, all three goals were penalties. All right, okay. Chelsea came out and lost to Liverpool in the opening day of the season. And, you know, look good for it. So, th- clearly, even though they're up for the championship, they're no pushovers. Mm. Um, but, yeah, Lydia Bed set us up to counter-attack. We did look dangerous on counter-attack, I thought. Just from my perspective, very promising for the Spurs ladies who open their account with a win, especially ahead of the Women's North London Derby, which will be taking place next weekend, which I will be attending in the um, in the away end so I don't have to mix with any uh, any gooners so that's nice <laughs> they split the crowds for women's football I thought they tended to mix the crowds up a bit well um, they do when it's a sellout which it is oh, oh that's really good <laughs> yeah that's really good they're opening I think it's two thirds of the Emirates and it's completely sold out oh wow that's, that is great news for this game actually some of the the Spurs ladies Man United game that was going to be at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium but was um, was called off due to the passing of the Queen. I think that the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium's capacity is um, 51,000 and I think Spurs v Man United sold 26,000. That's really good, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm definitely going to try and go when Les City visit the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Definitely yeah. make a day that together. Yeah, that sounds good, man. Well, that's in January. And okay, on the final cool. day of the season, my brother-in-law and also my uncle and his two children are all... So I will be going to see Leicester probably get beaten <laughs> on the final day of the season while Arsenal mm. presumably... I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure about the trophy this year. They kind of do tend to start promisingly, but they faded a bit, a bit last year and finished second behind Chelsea, didn't they? But yeah, it looks like Tottenham have got a good challenge on. Leicester City's next match is another home game against Aston Villa. So hopefully it's a game they can win. Although Aston Villa have strengthened really well for the summer to the point right. where they beat Man City 4-3 and yeah. were 2-0 at halftime or 2-0 at some point in the match. They pressed so well. And I watched the highlights of it to prepare for this. And honestly, seeing how Aston Villa played slightly scares me for next week. Because they are a team we should beat. They were not world beaters last season. They signed Rachel Daly from Houston Fury. Rachel Daly yeah. of the Euros winning England women's side. 
this battle match is going to be a tough one. If we can win it, let's win it. It's probably a really good sign for the rest of the season. Um, if we don't, uh, then, then I think we're probably looking at Everton and Birmingham as the teams we have to beat to stay up. I think yeah. they say something like 12 to 15 points is enough to stay up in this league. Hopefully yeah. it's doable. Mm-hmm. Looking at Villa squads, I'm at, I'm going to plan for a 2-0 Villa win. 2-0 Villa win. Yeah. Yeah. What I also uh, saw earlier, going back to the to the men's game, is that after the international break, your first game back is Forest, yep. and um, they're the only team in the league to look anywhere near as bad as you this season. So, yeah. um, <laughs> if you're if you're looking for a prediction for that one, um, I think oh. uh, a two a, a two one Leicester City men's win. Fantastic! We desperately need <laughs> it. Um. <laughs> As alluded to, next week we will be doing our preview of the Nottingham Forest game, and we will also be doing our review of whatever happened in the Aston Villa game. And most likely, we will also be doing a preview for Leicester City v Everton in the Women's Super League, which is a match postponed from last weekend. It's now being played Thursday, the 29th of September, and after that, there isn't any Super League until mid October, so we won't be talking about the Women's Super League until then. So please come back and join us next week. Thank you very much for joining tonight, Ollie. Thanks for having me on, Arcadi. Look forward to maybe chatting to you again um, in a few months' time for yeah, Leicester v Tottenham again. Yeah, hopefully um, we get to be happier about it. I guess the yeah. one good thing that happened out of this match is that you won't be rubbing our noses out about losing, having been leading in the 94th minute anymore, will you? <laughs> that last says no. Oh, we'll be, we'll be reminded me of that as well. Okay. When you come on our podcast, do give us a plug, yeah? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, also, anyone wondering where the regular co-host Madlock is, uh, he's going to be back after his own international break. He's in America. So he'll be joining us. Don't think next week he's after. But I hope you'll have a good week. hope that everyone enjoys the and enjoys the international break. And goodbye. Cheerio. Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license. Find this license at creativecommons.org forward slash licenses forward slash by spelled by forward slash 4.0. Today's creativecommons.org forward slash licenses forward slash by forward slash 4.0. It also uses Riptide by Kevin McLeod. You can find that at incompetech.com. It's licensed under a Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license. I heard that URL earlier. It also uses Elf Meditation, also by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.com. That music is licensed under the Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license.